0: Light good. Never off. Whoa. Hard. Hard yes. Come on, Brent. Life good.
1: Got real close. Got hair high, right? Try and hit two thirds. Have they no. saved
0: oh. it for her? It. Yes, they have. Ooh. Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott, alongside as always. Hello, Scott. Sean, how are you today? Doing pretty good. Anything happen?
1: Uh, you know, maybe a little bit of news. I don't know. I've been busy, uh, busy writing documents and editing yep. things all day. So uh, I don't know. Did, did you hear anything? Minor
0: piece of news coming out today. Uh, it appears that Holly Duncan may be going to the Scotties Tournament of Hearts.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll get into this. But I, I watched uh, that curling show. A little cagey uh, response from uh, <laughs> yeah. from Rachel there, but. Uh, no, obviously we're we're burying the lead, Sean. Big news: uh, Rachel Holman and John Morris have been chosen to represent Canada at the Beijing Olympics in the discipline of mixed doubles. Quick reaction: Not
0: surprised. The tea leaves were certainly pointing in this direction all week. Uh, the The rumors were flying. There really didn't seem to be much debate. As we got deeper and deeper, the longer that they waited to make the decision, the more it seemed like it was going to be Homan and Morris. So I wasn't surprised to see that as the decision. I don't know how I feel about it, if I'm being totally honest. Uh, and my, I'll be, I'll, I have to say, my opinion has slightly changed. I just saw a, a stat from Curling Zone. The Curling Zone account tweeted that in the past five or six years, Homan and Morris are something like 45 and six playing together and mm-hmm. that i have to say swayed me a little bit <laughs> um that is an impressive figure and they've played in big events together they didn't have a chance at the mixed doubles last year because rachel was off uh, of course having a baby so that of course takes priority mm-hmm. so <laughs> i i just i don't know uh I, I really don't know how i feel about it
1: uh what, what about you scott i i uh, you know, I, I talked on our last episode, Sean, about th- you have the rankings. What the hell are they for if you're not going to use them? Mm-hmm. And I guess we've learned that uh, they're not for anything. So uh, <laughs> if you're going to like blow up the rankings, I think this is the team you do it for. As you, you mentioned, their record really great together. I've known each other for a long time, uh, are Are able to sort of get together geographically and isolate now until the games. Uh, get some training, work on, uh, on their game. So like, if you're going to do it for anybody, it's this team, you know, the curling Canada press release said some stuff about past experience was also a factor Mm. in in making the decision. Okay. You can just say that they're the two best shooters and fine. Like just say they're, they're really good. Uh, it's, It's okay. Yeah. I I do agree with some of the stuff I've seen going around that this is probably the end of mixed doubles in Canada as its own discipline. You know, if this sort of, I won't say opens the floodgates, but it, it basically says it doesn't matter if you're a dedicated mixed doubles team, we're still going to choose players from the four person game who are better. I think what Cushions it a a little
0: bit for me, uh, just a little bit for me on that side that I think it might be slightly overblown that mixed doubles is dead and the idea of mixed doubles rankings. Yeah, they might not mean anything, but neither do the CTRS points really uh, you know, if the because there was this back and forth today, well, what if the four person events had to have been canceled? I mean, I, I I would stick with what I said on our show earlier this week that I would have picked Botcher and Anderson as the reigning champions. That's who mm-hmm. I would have sent. And I would have ignored the points on the four person side, too. But what cushions us for me on the mixed doubles is that Morris himself, he he isn't quite a specialist. He came back to team courier for the past two years. But he has really dedicated himself to mixed doubles over the past eight years. And he, you know, he's he's as much of an advocate for mixed doubles as anybody else in the country, mm-hmm. with maybe the exception of the Tucks and the Desjardins. But he's certainly in that category as an evangelical for the discipline of mixed doubles. The other thing that cushions it for me too is that he is the defending champion. And honestly, if Caitlin Laws wasn't going as part of Team Jones, I would almost say let them go defend themselves. Uh, just mm-hmm. let them go do it. Give them that chance. So that didn't come up directly in the announcement today, but that kind of cushions it for me that he's a defending champ. All right, go let him try to defend it. I'm not saying that's right, but I guess I understand it.
1: You're you're right on that. Uh, you made an impassioned plea on our last show about just go win something. <laughs> And then by winning something, it'll get you the chance to win something else. Yeah. And uh, there you go. John Morris has done that. He won the gold medal. Go back and defend it.
0: Yeah. There you go. And the thing, and I said this in our chat with Jonathan and Ryan too, that we have, if they win a gold medal, no one's going to remember this. No, no one is going to remember or discuss the selection process. If they finish in last, it's going to be a big deal. And uh,
1: somebody might be out at uh, Curling
0: Canada if they finish last.
1: Yeah. And you know what? It won't be these two curlers. They'll still play, uh, yeah. going forward, you know? Mm-hmm. So w- I alluded to it uh, earlier, Sean, just real quick, before we wrap up, this is a quick one. Did you watch that curling show?
0: I did watch that curling show. Uh, there's going to be one tonight. So we are recording this just before the evening episode Thursday night, but they did re- release one on Thursday morning. That was clearly not filmed this morning. Uh, no. so let's be clear about that, that CBC sat on this news for
1: a little bit well, of time to it, get, Sean, it was, to get it that was, exclusive. It was likely embargoed, right?
0: Yes, it, it likely was. The condition of the interview was that it doesn't yeah. go out ahead of the release. Yes. That was probably one of the yeah. conditions of the interview, but Rachel Homan was asked directly by Colleen Jones. <laughs> so does this mean that the rest of your team isn't going to the Scotties? And then Rachel didn't really answer. And Colleen followed up and said, wait, so you're not saying that Team Duncan is going to the Scotties? And again, she didn't really, she started to not answer the question. And then John Morris jumped in and confirmed that he was going to play in the Briar
1: after the Olympics to kind of get out of that line of questioning. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, I, I think, yeah, Rachel's trying to protect her teammates, make sure that they get the best chance possible. Uh, I think there's still some doubt in a lot of people's minds as to whether the Scotties can go forward yeah. in Thunder Bay in two weeks. Yep. Uh, so there, that's still a little up in the air. So I think because of that, she wasn't willing to answer the question. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how it all plays out as we like to say around here.
0: Yeah. If the Scotties is moved, say to Alberta, in a, a period, I don't know when you could possibly do it that doesn't conflict with something else, uh, unless a world mm-hmm. championship gets moved potentially. But if the Scotties does get moved to after the Olympics and Rachel Holman is going to go play in that, that will not go over well with a certain segment of the curling fandom. So I don't know. I, I I put on Twitter, somebody asked about this today on, on Twitter. I just I just said, I, I think mm-hmm. she's just advocating for her team, which is what she should be doing. She should be advocating yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not there, but my team deserves to go. Uh, so I think that's probably what she was doing uh, in part and trying to push that and support her team. I do wonder, though, C- Joe and Courtney was announced as part of the CBC crew going to Beijing. Uh, mm-hmm. Joan McCusker was not included in that. So it appears Joan is not going to go uh, to be part of the coverage there. So if Joanne Courtney's going and Rachel Homan is going, that's half the team now. Now, Joanne Courtney could play in the Scotties and just miss the first few days of mixed doubles and then go. But I'd be curious to see sort of how that is all going to play out, But which leads me to think that Rachel Holman certainly would have more information than the rest of us about what Curling Canada is talking about in the event that the provincial government here in Ontario doesn't allow this event to go forth, which
1: is certainly possible. It's possible. It's possible. I think, Sean, what it means is that Joan McCusker is going to play lead for Team Homan. There you go. I like it.
0: I would be all in for that. Just trade off Joan McCusker for Joe Ann Courtney. That would be amazing.
1: Yeah. They both, you can call them both Joe. So there you go.
0: Nothing wrong with that. So, Scott, <laughs> overall, satisfying day or unsatisfying day?
1: Satisfying in that we finally got an answer to this and we're yeah. not in the dark anymore. I, I think really that's what people wanted more than than knowing exi- – like really than caring about who it was is like just give something. Give us something. Yeah. Because uh, like we said, it's like three weeks to the start of the Olympics when – I think it's three weeks to the day, right, when the mixed doubles opens? I think it opens Wednesday, I think. Instead of Thursday. So uh, it's still pretty close, right?
0: Or maybe it's Wednesday here, Thursday there. I don't, I don't know. But it's midweek for sure. uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because the opening ceremonies is uh, Saturday. I thought it was Friday. Oh, yeah. It's Friday night in Beijing.
0: Yeah. Friday night in Beijing. Friday morning here. Yeah. Exciting times. Uh, You know, Rachel and John in the interview again this morning did note that they didn't think this was that different in it, as if they had won the event, because then you'd go off play provincials, and then you'd have your training camp. Uh, John talked about that they're isolating; they rented a house. It's just going to be them and Scott Pfeiffer mm-hmm. for a week doing some training in Canmore, because you know that's the dream: uh, week in Canmore, isolating from your family and friends, uh, and then they'll go off to Beijing. And, and somewhat coincidentally, Brad Gushu and his team they tweeted uh, that they are en route from St. John's to Vancouver today. To do their training camp as well and start their isolation in the lead okay. up to beijing and i guess you get for them four and a half
1: hours of time change out of the way yeah yeah let's hope they don't uh, uh they don't get inundated with all the flooding uh, going on out there and uh hope everybody stays high and dry absolutely and uh, storms are coming here too
0: apparently scott so uh some dicey weather across yeah. the country like like
1: 30 centimeters of snow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's
0: yeah. crazy. So uh, Monday. So that'll Look do out. it for our quick little update on the mixed doubles. Let us know what you think of the decision. You can follow us on social media at Game of Stones Pod on Twitter and Instagram or via email Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. And do subscribe if you have not yet, wherever you get your pods. Do the likes, rating, comments. Helps us out. Helps other people find the show as we get into the Olympic season here. So that's it for a quick little update today. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back with you again next week. But until then, keep those brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern.